and she decided to do Marbet's Torah in this Kehila and then Kleistal. That's a shem for many, many years to come. Um, I was, and thank you for coming out, Moshe Shabbos, to, to learn some uh, interesting insights in, in the calendar. In particular, I want to focus on the Yana Diyayma, focus on a little bit what's relevant, and that's for coming up on the other Shani, other Rishon, or Shani, it's an Ibriyar, it's a leap year. And I want to start, at least initially, discussing some of the mechanics of a leap year. And then before that, just talk about the calendar in general, and then getting a focus on what a leap year is all about, why we have it, and some of the halachas that are very relevant to the leap year, and seeing some other interesting calendar uh, types of uh, interesting studies in the calendar. Um, but I want to go in order. I want to go in order of what's coming up. Before, before Rosh Chayyim's other, we have something very interesting in the Jewish calendar. This is coming Shabbos. Coming Shabbos will be Pashas Mishpatim, and it's a unique haftarah. See, Mishpatim is usually Shkalim. It's usually Shabbos of Arachim. In a regular year, Mishpatim is Shabbos Shkalim, and we have Tairish Shkalim. There is one time where Mishpatim is not Shkalim, but it's, it's very, very infrequent. In the Shana Mubaris, in the leap year, it's not Shkalim. Shkalim is not for another month. So, but it's not so often we read Haftarim Mishpatim, because sometimes it's Shabbos Mishchaydish, sometimes it's Macha Chaydish, right? You could, have, you could have both. I believe Mishpatim is the only parish of the Torah that could have Haftarim of Macha Chaydish and Mishchaydish. Right, no other parts of the Torah that can have both, right, Machachaydish and and Rishchaydish. So now it's neither this year. So because of that, that clears the way for Mishpatim. There's something unique about the Haftarah and Parshat Mishpatim. I don't know if everybody knows. There's something very unique about Parshat Mishpatim. The Haftarah, no other Haftarah has this, and that is you go backwards in the Haftarah. If you look at if you look at a Chumash, you look Shabbos. You have, if you lay from a cloth, it's more noticeable. But if you look in the in the Chumash and it don't show up, so you won't even know the difference. If you're waiting from a cloth, you'll have to roll backwards. And if you're looking at the Chumash, if you're paying attention, you'll see something very interesting. You start with Perek Lama Dalad, Ches, Hadabar Shahayel Yermio, and then you go to the end of the Torah, it's a very, the end ends on a bad note, so of course the minute is, you always end on a good note. Then you go to Perek Lama Gimel, it starts Perek Lama Dalad, then you go back to Perek Lama Gimel. You roll the Haftar back, Perek Lama Gimel, Pasach Chafe, Kayama Hashem, Yilabrisi, Yoyma Velayla, very famous passage, we just had it in Dafyaimi a couple times. Gam Zera Yaakov, Yaakov with above, the David Avdi, Emma's Mikakov, etc. You have Aftar, you go backwards. Only Aftar, the Rashash and Yuma, Dafayan speaks about it. How can you go backwards? It's in the same Navi to go backwards, so therefore it's Mutter, it's Mutter to go backwards. Only time, this is Gans Khalistol, this is not, this Aftar is straight, everybody does it like this. There's no, there's no, Different. So, Lukhaira is just interesting that you went backwards up Tyra. Now, I've been thinking a lot about it this week and this morning, moving over with somebody in Shul, I, I, I came up with uh, uh, maybe an interesting point here. These two psukim are very interesting. This is a little, to start with Jewish here. The first pasuk is, That's a very famous pasuk that tells us that without Tyra, there would be no world, right? The world would go back to Tyra Vavayu. Right, the world would go back to emptiness without Torah. Torah holds up the whole world, right? That's the bris of the Merushalayim. And then Yaakov is with the Vav. We know that's the Vav is a replacement by Elio Hanavi. We know Elio is missing five times the Vav. Elio Hanavi. And Yaakov gets a Vav five times also. 
So the Vav is, is, is Yaakov Avinu took a mask, he holds on to it, and one day when Mashiach comes to give it back, Eliyahu Navi will get his Vav, right? That's the ancient name of a Salvanim, it's up Torah for, at the end of Navi, it's up Torah for Shabbos HaGadol. Right? So I was thinking maybe that's why we roll backwards. Two, two points. Both Sukkim we roll backwards to are about backwards. One is if, if we don't keep Torah properly, then we'll go back to Torah Vavayu. So maybe we symbolically roll the Torah back to show this is what's going to happen. You're going to go back. If Chayisol is not proper, and you're going to roll back, we don't want that to happen. But also, the Haitian. The extra vav in Yaakov is one day the Haitian Levavas Abonim. It's a mashkin for Elio Anavi. The Haitian Levavas Abonim means yin returning, right? We know Mashiach Tzaytan, Mashiach is Mashiach Tzaytan, Elio Anavi, the Haitian Levavas Abonim. People go back to the original Messiah that they had. So the whole Pasuk, the extra vav is a remnant to Elio Anavi, which is a remnant to Haitian Levavas Abonim, which is a remnant to people returning to Yiddishkeit. So we wrote back the Torah, the, the, the Navi, as a simon of the Indian of people going back to the That's why I was thinking maybe it's a simon that we roll back. We're rolling it back. So that's this Shabbos. Now you have Shabbos of Arkham, and we come and we come to Rishchayim's other. So this year is is two others. So I want I want to talk about why we have two others and and how the calendar works and appreciate some of the halachas of two others. So first. First, let's talk a little about the calendar. The calendar, the Hebrew calendar, as everybody knows, is based on the moon, the Iker, primarily. And we have 29 and a half days. Every, every month, they announce the Mailad, which this coming Shabbos we're going to announce. The Mailad is the new moon. Every month, the, 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 earth, the moon goes around the earth. It takes 29 days, 12 hours, 44 minutes, and one chalik. How long is a chalik? Three and a third seconds. Right, every month is a new, you note the chelik column moves up one at a time until it reaches 18, and then it goes back to zero again because 18 chalakim, 18 times three to the third is a full minute, and therefore if you pay attention to the number of chalakim, it actually, you have a number of chalakim every year and a half. When it hits 18, 17, and then it goes back to zero, and it starts all over again. 29 days, 12 hours, 44 minutes. So months are either 29 days or 30 days because it basically oscillates to 29 and 30 because the new, every time there's a new moon, we're trying to imitate what, or mimic what would have been when, there was a, when they were Mekadosh Apiri'ir, which means they were Mekadosh by seeing the new moon. What would have happened? So it takes 29 and a half days. So basically we make a month 29 days, 30 days, because the witnesses would have come, Eddie would have come, would have declared Rishchavish at this time. There are various rules of how it works. And therefore, basically, the months go back 29 to 30, 29 30. Right, now, how do you set up a year? How does it work? So basically, the main mile of the year is, is Tishrei. Basically, you take the mile of Tishrei, and you say, okay, Rosh Hashanah is going to be this day. There's some rules. Rosh Hashanah can't be on the way out to Rosh. Rosh Hashanah can't be Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. And then mile if it's after 12 noon, you push out Rosh Hashanah for the next day. Then you set up the whole year. Basically, you say, okay, Rosh Hashanah this year has to be on this day. Rosh Hashanah next year has to be on this day. And basically, the months go back and forth. 29, 30, 29, 30. Cheshvan and Kislev could be 29, 29. They could be 29, 30. They could be 30, 30. That's the way it works. And then you determine Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah. How many days do we need in a year? It could be 353, 54, 55. If you need 353 days, you have 29 days of Cheshvan, 29 days of Kislev. If, you have, if it's 
you need 354, 2930, and if you need 355, it's 3030. The bottom line is that basically the year, the months are 29 days or 30 days, and they go back and forth, with Cheshire and Kislev being the wild card. Sometimes they're both 29, this year, uh, sometimes they're both 30, this year it was 29 and 30. That's how the Kel works. Now, and therefore, that, that's the whole year. Very good. Now, there's a, there's a problem, because if you take 12 months of 29, 30, 29, 30, 29, 30, your year is going to be 354 days, or 55 or 53. But let's say 354. This year, um, some years are 354 days. Fine. The problem is, the Torah says, not the problem, but the halacha is, the Torah says, ki b'chaydesh aviv, yotzer of Yisrael, right? Chaydesh went out in the chaydesh aviv. Pesach has to be b'chaydesh aviv. Pesach has to be in the spring. Chaydesh aviv is the spring. The problem is that the calendar starts to move backwards. Think about it. If I were to ask you, I'm, I'm, let, let's say it was not only this year. Let's make it simple in an understanding here. If I would tell you, what day is 354 days from today? So today was Chav Shvat. If I were to ask you, in the Hebrew calendar, what's 354 days from today? It would be Chav Shvat. Again, assuming it's not a leap year coming up. It would be, be Chav Shvat, right? It's a whole year. Or give or take a day. But w- today's day is, what, let's say, January 22nd. Would 354 days from today be January 22nd? No. You need 365 days to get to January 22nd. So what happens is, in 12-month span, the year starts to go backwards. Let's talk about Pesach. Pesach could be on, let's say Pesach starts on April the 20th. Okay, the next year, it's going to be 11 days earlier. Why? Because Pesach to Pesach is only 354 days, give or take one day. So the next Pesach is going to be April the 9th. Because it's shorter. The next year is going to be another 11 days back give or take a day, which is going to be March the 30th. Now stop for one second. We'll have the Mazam calendar. That's the way it works. Because the Mazam calendar only goes by the moon. The crescent, right? That's a symbol. They only go by the moon. So their holidays move back approximately 11 days every year. So by them, their holiday, they don't care. If it's going to be next month, it'll be March, and then it'll be February. And then it goes through the whole year that exists. If a Muslim tells you that he's 33 years old, he's only 32 years old. Why? Because their year is 11 days short. So in 33 years, you've, you take off 11 days, 33 times 11, it's 363, right? It's a whole year, right? It, it's a whole, it's gonna be, it's gonna digress. It's a whole year that's, 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 uh, that's moving back because they don't have a leap year. Similar to your, your English birthday, your Hebrew birthday sometimes comes before your Hebrew birthday, depending on what year you were born. So you could turn 30 in your Hebrew calendar a few days or even a few weeks before your, 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 your English, because we also move back. The only thing is we catch ourselves. In the modern calendar, they don't, and it keeps moving back. Okay, so let's go back to the Hebrew calendar now. So how do we fix how do we rectify, how do we take care of this problem in order to fix this problem? So, because the following year, let's go back to Pesach. Pesach, March 30th. The next year, it's going to be on March the 19th. Oh, March the 19th, that's winter. Right? It has to be in the spring. So how do we get out of this problem? So you can't make an 11-day month every year to fix the problem, because then the whole moon is going to get out. So what do we do? Every either three or two years, more often three than two, 
we add an extra month, and that's called a Ibr Yar. It's called an extra other, and that extra other puts us into six. So this year, instead of Pesach being on March the 20th, it's going to be on April 20th, approximately, and that extra month puts everything back into sync. There are seven leap years in 19 years. There's seven leap years in 19 years, and they are year number three of the, of the cycle. Year number six, we are right now in year number six, eight, 11, 14, 17, and 19. So you have a 19 year cycle, and, and, and year number three, and this is the way, this is the system in place. Year number three, six, eight, 11, 14, 17, and 19 is a Shana Mubaris as a leap year. Some leap years are, are very late. Some leap years are not as late. The, the latest leap year, when I say late, I mean in the English calendar, the latest leap year is the eighth year of the ninth year cycle. So in two years from now, starting with Pesach time, everything's going to be super late. Super late. Akrach of Pesach in two years, 2024, will be on April the 30th. In some years, it's may, next time in 19 years, in 2043, it's going to be on May the 2nd, the last day of Pesach. May the 2nd, right? Tisha B'Av is in the middle of August. Rosh Hashanah is October 5th, right? You know, Hanukkah goes into the next year, the next civil year, New Year's Day. Very, very late. The earliest, the second to latest is year 19. Because both of those years come after two years. So therefore, you get very late. The earliest year of the 19th year cycle is year number, is year number 16. And the second earliest is year number 5. We're just coming out of year 5, the years, remember last year, this past year, 2021, everything was super early, right? Rosh Hashanah was, was early, and Purim was early, Purim was in February, and Pesach was in March, and everything was, was, was early. In year number 16, it's super early. Remember in 2013? It's actually, when, when I say the year, it, it means it goes from other to other. So, in other words, now, even though we're calling it year six, when it comes to later early, we're still really in, in last year's Cheshire, because we didn't come to an other. Remember the end of 2013? Hanukkah was Thanksgiving. Remember that? 2013? What's that? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, right. Because you had Hanukkah was so early that it fell out on Thanksgiving. Again, you had, it was super early because that's year number 16 of, of the 19 year cycle. So now, now you have the leap year. So there's a question people are asking this year. There's a Gemara Sanhedrin that says that um, you cannot have. Uh, you should not have Shemitah in the Nibir yard, in the leap year. Well, this year we know Shemitah, because you have a Chalamus on the farmers. They're, they're not working, so it's hard enough not to work for 12 months. So the Gemara says not to have a Shonamu Baris in Shemitah. It's not to have Shemitah in Baris. So, so I've been asked this question a few times. How do we have Shemitah this year? It's, it's a Shonamu Baris. It's a 13-month year. How do, how, do we, how do we do this? So the answer to this, the truth is three, three days, yes, is Kasha. And he says that that Gemara that says you can't have an Ibr Shemitah and Ibr Yar is in the olden days. If you look to the Sukkot Sanhedrin, you'll see there's several reasons why you have a Shonamu Baris. Our reason is to make sure Pesach works out. But there used to be many other reasons. For example, the infrastructure. That's a popular word today, right? The infrastructure of, the, of Eretz Yisrael sometimes required a leap year, like the bridges and the, and the roads were too wintry, they said, oh, we can't make Pesach yet, we've got to get ready for, you know, for, the, for the spring and so on. So they pushed off the year. 
Oh, for infrastructure, that we don't make a, a river yard. That already, have Rachmanus on the farmers. But when it comes to Chaydesha Oven, that already we can't play around with. And therefore, we have this, we have this case of a, a, a son of Shemitah during, during an, an Ibra Yar. In order to avoid Shemitah and Ibra Yar, they would have to make 133-year cycle. It, Shemitah, it's common. It happens seven times every 133 years that you have a Shemitah and an Ibra Yar. They could have made a cycle of 133 years and made sure it didn't fall out on Shemitah, but that would have made, made things complicated. Now, everybody knows that you're, you're technically your you're Hebrew and English birthday are supposed to match every 19 years, right? You were told that when you were a kid, right? I'm sorry to let you know, it, although it's a true statement, it's usually it, about, someone did a, ran, a, ran a program with this. It, I'm, I'm not an exact number, but about, it only works about 45% of the time, right? 40 to 45% of the time. And I want to explain to you why it doesn't always work. Because you have this beautiful 19-year cycle, so I don't know if your 19th birthday worked. When you're 38, it's supposed to work. 57, 76, 95, 114. You make the man of Esther, you get 114. The question is, why doesn't it always work? So the answer is as follows. The 19-year cycle is basically roughly comes out where we have to go back and start over again. In other words, within 19 years, you ebb and flow. A little later, a little earlier, a little later, earlier. And by the time you're done with 19 years, you come back to where you started from. The only thing is it's impossible to be precise. I'm going to give you a muscle for the following explanation. If someone was born on Purim in 1964, let's say, Purim 1964, his 19th birthday worked. Purim 1983, it was on February 27th. On February 27th. Okay. In 1964, Shushan Purim was on February 28th. In 1983, it was on February 28th. In 1964, the 16th day of Adar, that's the day after Shushan fell out on February 29th. But in 1983, there was no February 29th. So it got off by a day. Okay, it got off by a day because in, in, in that, the 16th of Adar, 1983, fell out on March the 1st. Right? In other words, there was no February 29th, so now it's all off. So if you were born in 1964, if you were born before February 29th, it works. If you were born after February 29th, it did work. And now the next time to play catch-up is not until Cheshire and the Kislev, right? 29, 30, 29, 30. Or maybe 1984, February 29th, you had one. Um, I'm sorry, 1984 had one, 65 didn't have one. So the only way to catch it, so basically what happens is, it's like a bump in the road. Sometimes you're a little up, sometimes a little down. For the same reason, that's why sometimes you'll notice your, thir- your eighth birthday, I don't have to pay attention back then, 27 or 11, 30, um, and cycle that. Sometimes those will work because sometimes it bumps a little bit up and down and they end up matching. So I get a call sometimes, someone told me he's turning, his Hebrew and his birthday, it's not, a, it's not 19. It's not a divisional 19, it's not 57, it's not, uh, you know, and it works. But what happened? So of course, I immediately want to guess his age. I, it depends how old the person calling me is, but I'll try to say, oh, you must be turning 49, maybe, right? How'd you guess? How'd you know? Well, you just told me even if the birthday worked, right? You, you're roughly, I guess you're around 50 years old, so it's going to work because you get the bump, right? And therefore, again, sometimes it works and sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't work. Now, when you have an extra other because of two others, it's interesting how they created this. You have interesting shilas which come up in in the Chaydesh Adar. Number one, 
is, I see we have some Rabbeim here, and uh, this is important to know, seventh grade Rabbeim, eighth grade Rabbeim, right, you're off. Seventh and eighth grade Rabbeim go to Bar Mitzvahs. They're going to Bar Manal, we have Manal here, Baruch Hashem, you go to Bar Mitzvahs, right? When a Baruch Hashem Mitzvah, you're busy going to Bar Mitzvah during the week and so on. You have a month off now, coming up. There are no Bar Mitzvahs coming up. You know why? For the next month. Because 13 years ago, right? Um, 13 years ago, let's see, we're right now in 2022. 13 years ago was a Shona Pshuta. 2009 was only one other. Was only one other. So kids that were born in other in 2009 have a bar mitzvah now in 2022. The two others. When should they have their bar mitzvah? So not so fast. You're not off the hook yet. When is their bar mitzvah? It's machlekes b'shaynim. Right. The kid was born in other 2009. Not the younger right now. Kid was born in 2009. When is his bar mitzvah? Other rishon other shaynim. It's a machlekes b'shaynim. The shita of the marash lady. He said, the Marimitz is an other Rishon. So Marash HaLevi is a Rishon, Tzimitah Zion. The Marimitz holds that his Marimitz is an other Shemi. The Ramah Paskins like the Marimitz. Everybody knows, every Marimitz of knows that the Marimitz is an other Shemi. So now you're off from Marimitz's. Why? Because no one can have Marimitz in other Rishon. Maybe the first Shabbos, because they were born in Shvat, right? And they're really, they have Marimitz already. But once you get past the first Shabbos, unless it's a postponed Bar Mitzvah, you're not going to have Marimitz. Tetzavah, Kisisa, Vayakel, there are, it's impossible to have a bar mitzvah unless it was postponed because if a kid was born in Shvat, his bar mitzvah is now. And if a kid was born in Other in 2009, his bar mitzvah is under Shani. Right? Because we possibly like the Mary Mitz. Now, a girl two, will two never. Now, two years from now, they would. So two, two years from now, we'll be 14 and we'll be 15 years. That's correct. Right. In other words, you could have other reshine to other reshine. If a child is born in other reshine. Right. Six to exactly, right. If you're born in the 60th or 19th cycle, um, which the which, which kid is born now, in other words, coming up, if a child is born in other Rishon now, his bar mitzvah will be in 13 years. I'm only in Lataiva. In 13 years from now, 2035 will be a leap year. So that year, there'll be other Rishon bar mitzvahs because he was born in other Rishon. Now, if a girl tells you that she's bar mitzvah in other Rishon, tell her she's making a mistake. It's impossible to be bar mitzvah, bas mitzvah in other Rishon. And the reason it's impossible is because 12 years after a leap year is never a leap year. Right? Listen carefully. To be bar mitzvah in other Rishon, you have to be born 13 years earlier in other Rishon. To be bas mitzvah in other Rishon, you have to be born 12 years earlier in other Rishon. But if, if there's another Rishon in any given year, 12 years later never has another Rishon. Think about it. Year three is a leap year. Twelve years later is fifteen, not a leap year. Year six, twelve years later is eighteen, not a leap year. Year eight, twelve years later is twenty. That's one, not a leap year. You go through the whole list; it never works, except maybe the thirtieth day. We'll get to that in a moment, right? Lamaisa. So you never have it. So anyway, so this year you'll have our mitzvah boys that will have this issue. Now there's one Indian that is the gay other rishon for bar mitzvah and that is, and I actually started up with somebody in Baltimore with this. Mike, my son was born in 2001. It was a Shana Pshuta. His, his um, uh, Rabbi Tessa was his, Rabbi Tessa's father was his Rebbe in eighth grade. But in seventh grade, Bar Mitzvah was in eighth grade, Taka. He was Bar Mitzvah, my son was Bar Mitzvah. He was born in 2001. And he was in eighth grade as Bar Mitzvah. 
fine. But the boy, there was a boy in his class that was born in Odor of 2001. 2014 was in Ibri Yard. So I happened to give this kid a ride uh, before the Barmitzvah. My son was six, seven months younger than him. He was a friend of my son. I gave him a ride. And I said, uh, when's your when's your Mitzvah? He says, I think, test other. I said, oh, other shady, right? He says, yeah. I said, what are you putting on tefillin? He says, other shady. I said, he says, our meaning is to put on tefillin the day of our Mitzvah. So what my said, there's a Chubis Pei Shleimah at Evan Ezra, Simon Vav, that says, one second over here. When it comes to putting on tefillin, so many people are not to put on tefillin early. Right? Probably Roy Klaishal puts on tefillin early. Either one month, two months, or three months. That's the, right? I would say Roy. However, there are many who are naive to put on 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 uh, on, the, by, by, on the day of the bar mitzvah. They don't put on early. Fine, but if your bar mitzvah is adar, so now you can wait to other shady. But one second, the sheet of the marash halevi is that your bar mitzvah already other rishon. So you're going to forego a day of the rishonim that hold your bar mitzvah and not put on tefillin for a month. You have rishonim that hold. That you're supposed to be bar mitzvah ready. So be machmir to put on. Ah, you don't put on early, but most of much of chayisos. So what do you lose? What do you said to lose? You'll be, the worst is you're putting on early, but most of chayisos puts on early. Without a bracha. Without a bracha. Without a bracha. Without a bracha. Well, some people are not going to make a bracha anyway for bar mitzvah. So whatever. Okay. Either way, let's say don't make a bracha. Fine. But you should put on. So remember, I started up with, with this, and his father is a. What's that? Well, I'm saying, you're right, but they're ready noyeg al In other words, you would hope a 12-year-old and 11-month-old is already davening, and he's already saying shema. We're not going down for the omid because we go like a marimitz. But here you have a mitzvah that a bar mitzvah is not noyeg to do until the bai bai that's his family mishpacha, but you're foregoing this marash halevi according to him. So Beish Lehman says, put on filling right away. So I told this kid... Correct, correct, but... Lemaisa, in this case, Nemo, like the, all the other opinions, they say put on a month early. And, 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 and in other words, it's like a tzirah. Number one, people put on early. In infants, so if you don't put on early, right, maybe a bar mitzvah. At least put it into like a fickle sex anchor. To say, don't forego the opportunity to mitzvah according to the shayna, and you should put on, you should put on tzvillin. So I told him, so, I, and so what happened, I found out later that, that, that so in the end, he told his father, his father said, I don't know if you do that, but his father, Shver, is a chash of a rub, and this, he, he called, mentioned to Shver the night before, this thing, and Shver said, of course we should put on tefillin, the other reason. So someone came over to me and said, I heard there was a rash in shul that morning, that we all got, we all got the Danishes, thanks to me, right? <laughs> because, because he put out on a reason. Okay, they lost out on a shady for the Danishes, but on a reason they put on, because at least tefillin, one, one should put on early. That's what it's, that, that's what it's, uh, that's what it says. Actually, I have a, a trivia question. What's the, what's the latest possible time someone could put on tefillin in their life, right? So it's a very rare case, and I, actually I have two cousins that this was a gay. It's not complete, I know anybody that's happened to. But that is, if you were born on the first day of Sukkot, and you don't put on tefillin cholamayid, and you're a chutzlaretz, and your minig is to put on tefillin the day of your mitzvah, and your bar mitzvah was in a Sukkot that was Thursday, Friday. You have to have all those conditions. Think about it, because if your bar mitzvah is the first day of Sukkot, you put on Bay Bay but you don't put on Sukkot. You put on Isrukhag. Isrukhag is a Shabbos. Right? Right? Chavet Isrukhag is a Shabbos. So again, you, you live in Chutzlaretz, your meeting is to put on the day of your Bay Bayayim. You were born on the first day of Sukkot. Your bar mitzvah is a year where Sukkot was a Thursday, and your meeting is not to put on Cholamayim. 
right? So then you've got to wait until the day after Shabbos. The day after Shabbos Rishis, you put on on Chafet Tishrei. I have a nephew and a cousin that that was the gay too, right? The rarity, right? So you know, that, that, that's that's the, that's the antitim. Now, let's say it again. Eleven days. You're eleven days late, right? It's eleven days late, right? From uh, ten, uh, ten days late. Instead of Tesvav, it goes it goes to it goes to Chafet. Fine. Now, what the, the other flip case is if you have two kids. This is a, this is a machab and shochanar. You have two kids that are born in, in other, right? There's two kids who are born in other. And they're born in Ibriyar, and the Bar Mitzvah is the son of Shuta. Because it's not going to work this time. Right? It's not going to work this time. But let's say he was born, the two kids were born in 2016. 2016 was in Ibriyar. 2029 is not in Ibriyar. Right? So these, these boys would be now uh, turning six years old. Find a six-year-old, someone turning six is coming other, it's the gay. Two kids in the class, Ruben and Shimon. Ruvain was born on Chaf Adarishan. Shimon was born on Dalit Adarishan. Who's Bar Mitzvah first? Shimon. Because their Bar Mitzvah is in the Shana Pshuta. So Shimon was born on Dalit Adarishan. He's younger. But his Bar Mitzvah is going to be on Dalit Adar. Only one other. Ruvain was born first. He was born on Chaf Adarishan. His Bar Mitzvah is not going to be till Chaf Adar. Right? So, Shimon's bar mitzvah is, again, Ruben's older, Ruben's two weeks older, he was born on other Shimon. Shimon was born two weeks later on Dalit Adashemi. But Shimon's bar mitzvah is first because Shimon is Dalit and, and, and Ruben is Chaf. Right? That's correct. Exactly. 1986, right? Rabbi was did to Chaf Tess and Rabbi was did to two weeks later on. Kind of the Lel kind of sester. And again, usually the Mitzvah's yard site before, your Gimel, but with the Shana Pshuta, Bianca's yard site is on Chav Tesad Rishon, and in Shana Pshuta, it's just for Pesach. Now, so listen carefully. You could have Echi Timsa where you have twins that are born. Just to give a mushroom, did you read recently there were twins? One was born, someone had twins, one was December 31st, one was January 1st. It happened somewhere. They had twins, right? Now it's two, 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 two different years. Technically, if the school is going to be Macbeth, where they go, they'll be in different grades, right? Wherever the cutoff, the cutoff January 1st, they'll be in different grades, because even though they're born 20 minutes apart. What if you have twins, one of them is born at the end of other Rishon, and the second twin, Ruben and Shimon. Ruben is born at the end of other Rishon. Shimon is born at the beginning of other Shemin. Who's the B'chor? So who's Bar Mitzvah first? So Shim is going to have his Bar Mitzvah first. Of course, because he's born, at the, he's, he's the beginning. Ruben is at the end. So who's going to have his Bar Mitzvah first? So the, believe it or not, the Allah Chizkatanah says, HaKaydin Yechabit Es HaMauchar. He says, the, the early one, when it comes to be Mechabit, your older brother, says, Kabit Es Avicha Ve'esimecha, L'Rav Es Avicha HaGadol, right, the B'chor, Yechim Mechabit B'chor, so he says, Al-Qasana says, that the younger one, the, the older one has to be chabed, the younger one, because the younger one becomes our mitzvah first, the chen in yibum. And as far as yibum is concerned, the younger one is going to get first, if, if the brother dies, the different brother, then the younger one is going to get first grab the yibum, because he's considered, in this case, he's considered uh, uh, the b'chor. Not for pet, pet, uh, 
Petarechem, obviously for Pinyabenis, because he's the older, the older one. He's the Petarechem. So it's going to be there. What's that? No, if the Bermits is the Ibershana, no. The case of Bermits, in other words, who becomes a Godel first? I would assume the Surah by Yibamit is, is that the one who became the Godel first. He becomes a Godel first, and therefore he, be, he, gets, the, he gets the first one. Now, the Shvusyanka, the Kalakalaf, said the test says, no way. No way, right? But what was I missed the punchline? The punchline of the Allah Khanas, Kalak Basin Kupai and Dalid, is a Khaidi Bihabin Sam Ukur. He says, Umiya maybe Yaakov and Asaph that happened to. Listen to this. He says, Asaph we know was born first, but maybe Asaph was born at the end of other region. And 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 Yaakov was born at the beginning of other Shady. So really Yaakov is the older one. So really, it's not something, you know, you tie, he was really before in that age. I, we know there were others were born in Nisan. So he says, that day was Roy to be Rosh Nisan. Right? It was, it's the end of other Rishon, could have been Nisan, but they chapped the rhyme and made other shady. That's what the Halach Tanah says. Comes to Yaakov and says, no way. Right? There's no way. The Bukhor is, is Ruvain, who was born in other Rishon. There's no Shiloh whatsoever. And therefore, that is, that's, that's the halacha. So I might say if someone had twins, but this year it's not Negea, because again, in 13 years, anyway, it's going to be Nibri Yar. But if they had twins in 2016, you're going to have this machlekes, alacharya, we pass him, in this case, like the Shusyanka, that the older one is certainly going to be the older one. The, the, the older one is certainly the Bukhar. Now, you have another shayla that comes up if somebody is born a Lamed other Rishayim. Okay, Lamed other Rishayim is a fascinating day. First of all, it's the longest ksuba. I forgot to mention this year on Chassanis. I was going to mention this. What's the longest possible date on a ksuba? It's Lamed Adar Rishayim. Because you write, Shleishim Yayim L'chaydesh Adar HaRishayim Shahu L'chaydesh Adar HaShemim. Try to fit, Rav, Rav Shem, try to fit that on the line. Right? <laughs> try to fit those words on the line. But that's the longest possible day that can be written, that can be written, that can be written in a ksuba. There's a machloikas when, if you're born Laman of the Rishon, when is his bar mitzvah? If his bar mitzvah is in a pshuta. We'll get to the yard site. Hold on. We'll get to the yard site in a minute. But what, what do you do about the bar mitzvah? So the Milchas Yitzchak holds in Chelet Vav Simen Ches that you go by, believe it or not, Laman Shvat. Laman Shvat is born in other. Born in other. The answer is, Laman Adar Rishayim is also known as Aleph Thurish Chaydesh Adar Hashemi. So in the Ibr, in the Sharm Shuti, your Bar Mitzvah is in a regular Adar. So his Bar Mitzvah is going to be Aleph Thurish Chaydesh Adar, which is Lamed Shvat. Right? Aleph Thurish Chaydesh Adar, take off the word Shemi Rishon, is Lamed Shvat. So Bar Mitzvah is Lamed Shvat. Correct. But Lamaisa, it has, Rish Chaydesh has that Chaydesh to it. Those you finish, he was born. Um, no, that's what it is. The Mishnah hold like this. The other sheetas, the Ishi Yisrael brings other sheetas like this. So I, if people, it's the Gea. This is the Gea, right? The people who have told me 13 years later, we're making a bar mitzvah, you told me when my son was born, right? You told me that in 13 years, you're going to have this. Guess what? It's bar mitzvah. I said, oh, wow, we spoke about a Someone called me on Rishchaydish Kislev. They called me Rishchaydish. This year, there was 30 days in Cheshvan. And in 13 years, the 13 is no Lama Cheshvan. So you have the same issue. When is the Bar Mitzvah? Oh, I'm sorry, no. This year there were 29 days of Cheshvan. But if you were born on the first day of Kislev, 
And your bar mitzvah is in a year with two days of Rishchidosh, the Shaila, what's the Rishchidosh? Mishabura comes out the first day of Rishchidosh. Kids born out of Kislev, his bar mitzvah is Lamed Cheshire, because he was born on the first day of Rishchidosh. So someone called me, a, a Zayda of a kid who was born on Rishchidosh Kislev, Friday. He was born Thursday night. Someone called me and he, he said, I want to know when the Pinyan Ben is. Right? So I called him back. I got his machine. I left a really smack of message. I said, Pinyan Ben, that's easy. He was born on Friday, so the Pinyan Ben's going to be on Sunday in four weeks. That's day 31. You've got to worry about when the kid's bar mitzvah is going to be. Right? Because he was born on Rishchidosh with one day, and his bar mitzvah is going to be in, 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 uh, in 13 years. The question is, when is his bar mitzvah going to be? Now, the other din of, of the teachers argue on this. I tell people, Make the bye bye yayim on the Laman Shrad. The bar mitzvah should be on Rosh Chayyim Shvisa. Let him lay on Rosh Chayyim like like those other opinions. The question is what to do with yard sites and others. This is very, very Negea. The meaning Ashkenaz is that the Iker yard site is the other Rishon. So this is different, right? This is totally different than, than bar mitzvahs. It's totally different than bar mitzvahs. The Iker yard site should be other Rishon. So if someone has. If someone died, other Rishon is just another Rishon. If he's Niftar, another Shani, another Shani. But it's a very again, it's a little bit bizarre. If someone dies on, uh, if someone died on Purim in the Shana Pshuta, in an Ibr Yar, the, the, the yard site's going to be on Purim Cotton. Because we all, the Iker yard site is other Rishon. It's brought, though, that you should try to be Machmer on both. So basically, you tell them, listen, do other Rishon everything. Yali is, Dabit Ramid, Kaddish, everything. Every light candle comes, other Shani. Then, certainly say Kaddish, light a candle. If they give you an aliyah, take an aliyah. If you can get the almond, take the almond if it's available. But it's, it's only a chumrah, it's a chumrah shabai, if possible, to keep, uh, to go ahead and to keep that, uh, that, that yard site if, if, if it's possible. Fine. Now, um, I want to move along. The Lamed Arun reached in there at Sibrach that we do Lamed Shvat. Lamed Shvat. Right. In that case. Right. right, so if someone dies on Shvat, you run no, into no, other. Or, Lamed Arishan, right, then it should be. It should be it should, they, right, of course, right, it's bizarre. Most won't be by. I wasn't computer programs, chapters. Sometimes they have these printouts of all the art sites. This is like a knech in, in, in those dinners. Uh, now, I want to I mention something that's coming up, and this is going to be the last time for a while. We've had a few of these of recent, um, but we, we, those, the Geir Tisrael, this is a question I get all the time, I want to share with you the answer. I do have this in, in I, I have a, 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 a safer, the intriguing world of Jewish time, and actually Myrick on this, and it, I, I want to speak, an opportunity to speak it out, uh, and that is as follows. Come Pesach, we got to other now, now let's move on to the Chayish Nisan of this year. Chayish Nisan, we're going to have the first day of Pesach, is on Shabbos this year. That's the last time in an Ibra yard it's going to happen for, for, for quite a while. So there's not going to be the Gea in this exact way for some time. The first day is Shabbos, the last day is Shabbos. In Eretz Yisrael, of course, the eighth day of Pesach doesn't exist. The last day of Pesach is the seventh day of Pesach, Friday. So in Eretz Yisrael, this year, okay, so our Shabbos uh, Haggadol, we're going to lay Parshat Mitzayra. This year, we're going to pass with Syria. And they're still going to pass with Syria. Now it's going to come Pesach. Okay, Shlishal Pesach. Then you have in Chutzlar, it's going to be Akhachal Pesach. We're going to lay Asatasa. We're going to lay Yontaf Lehman. In Eretz Yisrael, 
They're going to lay Pasachremas, because it's Isukhan. The following week, the Bachar will go back there to Israel, to Yeshiva. They're going to be laying Kedoshim. And you're going to want to hear Achremas. So what do you do? So in our Kehillah, when this happens, we have a Kriya Satyra by Mincha on the last day of Pesach, where, where the Shlishi, we're laying Mincha Achremas. Um, so the, the, the Bakari lays the whole Pasha, all the way to the end. And this way, the Bakari going back, we do it actually both weeks. We do the following also. Sabbath will go back after the next Shabbos. So, right, we, we do it like this. And therefore, you're, you're taken care of. The question then, though, is that in a, in a, in a Shana Pshuta, it stays off kilter until Baharbuk and Kaisai. And then it gets back onto Sikh. In the Shana Pshuta, Sabbath, Shabbos, and and then Shmini is that Shabbos, last day of Pesach. And then Eretz Yisrael Kutzlarts are off for a few weeks, and they get back onto, onto kilter. However, in Chutzlaretz, in Eshanah Mubaris, Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlaretz stay separate all the way until Matas HaMaseh, which is a long time. Think about it. After Pesach, we're going to lay Yontif, Eretz Yisrael is going to lay Achremes. The following week, Eretz Yisrael is going to lay Kedoshim, and we're going to lay Achremes. The following week, they're going to lay Emor. Emor, we're going to lay Kedoshim. The following week, they're going to lay Bahar, we're going to lay Emor. And it stays off all the way until Matzah. They go through a whole Sefer by Midbar until finally around Rosh Chaydash of Eretz Yisrael is going to lay Maseh and we're going to lay Matzah. And Maseh. Finally we catch up. So why are we off so long? Why don't we fix it? Catch up. Why don't we just put two parts together? Put put Achremis Kedashim together. Barbara Kedashim together. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? So I get this question all the time. So the answer is, is as follows. The basic answer is, and this is very common by me, the sugya. When I was a kid, so I already had an interest in this topic, and I, my father used to get a magazine for Eretz Yisrael, upon him, upon him, and, and, and I, I went over to my father, I said, I said, he's got the wrong parsha in here. They messed up. So my father explained to me, no, 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 no. It, this, I think it was that year was a Shabbos. Explained to me that Shulis was Shabbos, and you have the same problem. But again, it's short-lived by Shulis. You fix it by Chukas Balak. But, but here, you don't, you don't... In fact, Chukas Balak are only together, only in Chutzlars, not in Eretz Yisrael, because we, it fixes the Shulis issue. It puts it back into, into, into shape. So why do we fix it? The answer basically is that I'm going to use a term and say Eretz Yisrael is really off, and we're really correct. Meaning, the Gemara, we said at the end of Megillah, that, that the Klolois of, 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 of the Klolois in Vayikra are laid before Shavuos, and Taisus has all our richas there that we always have a break. It's always Kaisai, Bamidbar, the Taichla. The Taichla of Kaisai, then we have Bamidbar is the, is the buffer, and then we have Shavuos. We have Tsavai, we have a buffer of the Tsavim, and then we have our Shavim. So, the, the place can bring down that we want Dafka to have that buffer of one week. We don't want to lay the Hukaisai too early. We don't want Bamidbar Nasai to be before Shavuos. Then you're too far away, the close to two. We want the close to be near Shavuos, but not next to Shavuos. Now, Eretz Yisrael, and this does happen by us sometimes, very rare, where we're off in, in a very, very rare year. But the bottom line is that, is that we don't want to go like Eretz Yisrael, because Eretz Yisrael is off base. 
So if we were to let our place that together, we're going to have Bamimur and Nasa before Shavuos. That's not normal. That's a buffer. So so why do we use Chukas Ball? So why do we Good question. So now I'm going to answer that. And that is, the other thing we like to have is that Pinchas is during the three weeks. Because Pinchas, and this is brought in, in a different answer, different question. In Eretz Yisrael, they're going to lay Pinchas before Shavuos Matamuz, and then they're going to lay Matos, the Masay, the Dvarim. We don't want that either, because Pinchas is about the Karbonis, but we want to lay the Karbonis during the three weeks, because during three weeks we miss the Karbonis. During the three weeks, we don't have the Karbonis. And also, it talks about Eretz Yisrael and Parshish Pinchas. So during this Manach Churban, we want to go ahead and lay Parshish Pinchas, and therefore we don't want to get off a kilter, and therefore we keep it this way, and we don't get off. Now, it will happen, that we'll be off, in this a very interesting year, in, in 1981, and in 2005-2008, so back to back, the next time will be 2052, where we lay all the parishes are separate. All the parishes are separate. In that year, the tackle we lay by Midbar Nassim for sure, we have no choice. Right? We have no choice. There's another type of year that that happens also. But Lemaisa, th- this, um, this is why it's going to be different with Eretz Yisrael during the course of, 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 the, of the upcoming year. Sunday, yes, yes, correct. And every parsha was separate. And this happened where we lay by Midbar Nassim before, before, uh, before uh, Shavuos. It happens in another type of year also. Any Ibr yard which starts on Thursday. You have such a thing. Eretz doesn't. That's where we catch up. No, because then we're off. They're not off. In other words, when Shmu is in the Shabbos, so think about it. Eretz is correct. In other words, they're going to they're they're going to Pinchas is, It works. In other words, they land every Shabbos, and then Pinchas is after Shabbos with Tammuz. So we're on a crash course. In other words, if we wouldn't lay Pinchas together. We would be messed up. So we catch up to them by putting the two parts together in order to get to their correct way. Because it messes us up. But when Pesach is a Shabbos, then they get off kilter, and therefore we, we, are in, we, we, are, we are in good shape. I just want to end with one other note, really, that, that with Meshabbat Yerushalayim, that this never happened, but that is there's a, the, the secular calendar, the top of the calendars, there was a, the movement of a secular calendar that's something called the world calendar. And the world calendar would have been Fascinating thing, but very dangerous for us. You know, the year is a little bit off because we have 365 days. Everything switches around. If you get paid every two weeks, you pay rent on the first of the month. It's, it's, not, it's not balanced. It's not even. So they came up with the idea of the world calendar. There were several versions of it. I'm going to give you just the easier explanation version right now because we're running out of time. But that is 13 months, 28 days. Wouldn't that be neat? You only need, you only need by calendar. Every month starts on a Sunday and ends on a, on a, on a Shabbos. One, 28 days, 13 months. 28 times 13 is 364. Nice grid, really great for accountants. Perfect, four weeks every month. No, your birthday is on the same day. If you're born on the first, it's always a Sunday. If you're born on the eighth, it's a Sunday. The ninth is a Monday. Every holiday falls on the same day. Mamish, everything is so uniform and so perfect. There's only one problem. The year is 365 days. So what do we do, right? 13 times 28, it's 364. The other version of this was to have four quarters of 91 days. 91 times four is also 364. 91 is perfectly 13 weeks. Every three months is the same. Starts on a Sunday. Really nice and down. The problem is, what do you do with the last day? You have an extra day at the end. If you make it Sunday, then you're out of whack again. 
So they wanted to propose, this made it to the League of Nations, and then it made it to the United Nations. They proposed having what was called World's Day. No day of the week. No day of the week. Rahman al Islam, you know that what happened? They have no day of the week. We would say Ayyam Mishim Shabbos. The next day is going to be Ayyam Shabbos. Shabbos. By them, it's Sunday, January 1st. Right? January 1st. Sunday's always Sunday. Every month is always Sunday. By the time you get to Friday, in, in our Cheshvin, Ayyam Shishim Shabbos, by them, it's Thursday. So our Shabbos would have been on their Friday. And the following year, our Shabbos would have been on their Thursday. And a leap day would have also knocked it a day off. So could you imagine if you work in the work sector, you have to take out every Friday, and then every Thursday, and then every Wednesday. It would be unbelievably keferlich. But Baruch Hashem, it didn't happen. Right? It didn't happen. Yeah. It didn't happen. One, so one of the reasons, some of the religious, I could have still actually made a big fuss about this, and other religions you know, weighed in on it. Another, another problem, very interesting. You would, in this calendar, you would have a Friday the 13th every month. Friday the 13th every month. So the superstition people went a little bit crazy about it. <laughs> right? So you want to make sure these Mishagasin happen in order, to, in, order to, in order to take care of us. Anyway, so Baruch Hashem, we didn't have that. Baruch Hashem, our calendar is set. We have Shabbos every week. Baruch Hashem, we should be Zoycha, the schluss of learning. In this Indian, we should be Zoycha, talking to the Kaddish and Alpi Re'iyah with the common chef, Sam Henry, Amen, Amen. Thank you very much.